0: Shalom, shalom. Welcome, welcome, world changers. Tonight we're going to get back into the scriptures. We're going to be reading some more awesome, awesome timeless, timeless uh, passages from the Holy Scriptures, 2 Samuel chapter 19-21, to 21, Psalms, several of the Psalms as well. Tonight is going to be another night. You guys excited? You guys excited? Welcome those of you who are on TikTok or uh, joining us. I'm also live streaming as well on YouTube. If you see me look up, I'm looking at the YouTube audience, by the way. Uh, so yes, and over there on Podbean as well, welcome to you guys who are just joining us over there. Amen, amen. By the way, before we get into it, tomorrow night is going to be an awesome night, a special night. We're going to have uh, Dr. Snyder on with us again. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Bible canon. We're going to be talking about some of the Apocrypha, getting into some interesting conversations. And also Will Davis will be joining us as well from Sheepdog Ministries. Amen. Lord willing, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. All right, so let's begin one John, One John says Shalom. Athanasius wrote that quote Sinai was dwarfed in comparison to Calvary. Quote the revelation of God through Christ, not the revelation of God through Moses was the one fact in world's in the world's history. Hmm. I wonder how he came to that conclusion. I wonder how he came to that conclusion. Um And in fact i i i the way i see it is yeshua came to uh to preach and to teach in accordance with the scriptures which would be the law of moses uh again the law of god uh, given through moses and uh, throughout the tanakh as well and we know that uh, the uh the the law that came through moses was given in great power and great glory uh, for millions to see now I don't read too much about that kind of experience with, uh, Yeshua. Uh, I mean, in the sense of millions of people seeing, uh, the, you know, fire of God, the cloud of the the glory of God and the, and the earthquake and so, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I wonder how he got to that, uh, conclusion. Just, just interesting. Thank you for sharing that and welcome and, and, uh, blessings by the way, one, John, Kalamento says shalom, everyone. Shalom, shalom. Mark says shalom. The Great Deception says shalom, everyone. One John says uh, Athanasius. 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 Excuse me. Was a Christian theologian, a church father, the chief defender of Trinitarianism against Arian Aaron, Arianism, excuse me. Yeah, so again, I I just wonder how he got to that conclusion. Tori says, Shalom. Vinny says, Shalom, everyone. And Psalm 94 says, Shalom and blessings to you. Greg says, Shalom all. And Caballero over there on YouTube says, Shalom, everyone. Thank you, Christopher, for another day of Bible reading. And thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for your questions and your comment comments and your greetings. I appreciate every one of you. You guys are awesome. Okay, so, um, all right, let's get into it. This is 2 Samuel chapter 19. Talking about David returns to Jerusalem. Those of you who are on TikTok, I am also live on YouTube as well, sharing my screen on YouTube. I can't do that on TikTok. Uh, but if you want to read along with me, just go over to YouTube, look me up over there, Christopher Enoch, and you'll find me live right now. And uh, again, I think you'll like it better over there. But anyway, 2 Samuel 19, verse 1. And Yoab was told, Behold, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people. For the people heard it said that day, quote, the king is grieved for his son, unquote. And the people stole back into the the city that day as people who are ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. But the king covered his face and the king cried out with a loud voice, Oh, my son, Absalom. O Absalom, my son, my son. Then Yoab came into the house to the king and said, Today you have disgraced all your servants who today have saved your life, the lives of your sons and daughters, the lives of your wives, and the lives of your concubines, in that you love your enemies and hate your friends. Declared today that you regard neither princes nor servants. For today, I perceive that if Absalom had had lived, and all of us t- uh, and all of us had died today, then it would have pleased you well. Now, therefore, arise, go out, and speak comfort to your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go out, not one will stay with you this night, and that will be worse for you than all the evil that has befallen you from your youth until now. Then the king arose and sat in the gate, and they told all the people, saying, There there is the king sitting in the gate. So all the people came before the king. For everyone of Israel had fled to his tent. Now all the people were in a dispute throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king saved us from the hand of our enemies. He delivered us from the hand of the Philistines and now he has fl- he has fled from the from the land because of Absalom but Absalom whom he anointed over us has died in battle now therefore why do you say nothing about bringing back the king so King David sent zadok and Abiathar the priests saying speak to the elders of Yehuda or Judah saying why are you the last to bring the the king back to his house since the words of all Israel have come to the king to his very house you are my brethren you are my bone and my flesh why then are you the the last to bring back the king and say to Amasa are you not my bone and my flesh God do so to me and more also if you do not not, If you are not of the army before me, continually in the place of Yoab. So he swayed the hearts of all the men of Judah, just as, the, just as the heart of one man. So that they sent this word to the king. Return, you and all your servants. Then the king returned and came to the Jordan. And Judah came to Gilgal to go to meet the king, to escort the king across the Jordan. And Shimei, this, uh, the son of Geir, a Benjamin, a Benjamite, who was from Bahurim, hurried and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. There were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, and his 50 sons, and his 20 servants with him, and they went over the jordan before the king then a ferry boat went across to carry over the king's household and to do what he thought good now shimei the son of gera fell down before the king when he had crossed the jordan then he said to the king do not let my lord iniquity to me or remember what wrong your servant did on the day that my lord, the king, left Jerusalem, that the king should take it to heart. Your servant, know that I have sinned. Therefore, here I am. The first to come today of all the house of Joseph to go down to meet my lord, the king. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, answered and said, Shall not Shimei? Be put to death for this because he cursed the Lord's anointed. And David said, what have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah, that you should be my, that you should be adversaries to me today? Shall any man be put to death today in Israel? For do I not know that today I am king over Israel? Therefore, the king said to Shammai, you shall not die. And the king swore to him, now Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down to meet the king. And he had not cared for his feet, nor trimmed his mustache, washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the until he returned in peace. So it was, when he had come to Jerusalem to meet the king, that they said to him, why did you not go with me, Mephib- Mephibosheth? He answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me, for your servant said, I I will saddle a donkey for myself, that I may ride on it and go to the king, because your servant is lame. And he has slandered your servant to my lord the king, but my lord the king is like the angel of God, for do what is good in your eyes. For all my father's house were not were but dead men before the before my lord the king. Yet you set your servants among those who eat at your own table. Therefore, what right have I still to cry out any more to the king? So the king said to him, Why do you speak any more of your matters? I have said you and Zeba divide the land. Then Mephibosheth said to the king, Rather. Let him take it all, inasmuch as my lord the king has come back in peace to his own house. And Barzillai, the Gileadite, came down from Rogalim to Jordan with the king to escort him across the Jordan. Now Barzillai was a very aged man, 80 years old, and he had provided the king with supply at Mahnaim for he was a very rich man and the king said to barzillai come across with me and i will provide for you while you are with me in jerusalem but barzillai said to the king how long have i to live that i should go up with the king to, to jerusalem i am today 80 years old can i discern between good and and bad can your servant taste what i eat and or what i drink Can I hear any longer the voice of singing men and women? Why then should your servant be a further burden to my lord the king? Your servant will go a little way across the Jordan with and why should the king repay me with such a reward? Please let your servant turn back again, that I may die in my own city near the grave of my father and mother. But here is your servant, Chinham. Let him cross over with my lord the king, and do for him what seems good to you. And the king answered, "Himham, cross over with me, and I will do for him what seems good to you. Now, whatever you request of me, I will do for you." Then all the people went over the Jordan, and the king had crossed. And when the king had crossed over, the king Kizilai and blessed him, and he returned to his own palace place. Now kings, now the king went on to Gilgal, and Himham went on with him. And all the people of Judah escorted the king, and also half the people of Israel. Just then, all the men of Israel came to the king and said to the king, Why have our brethren, the men of Judah, stolen you away and brought the king? his household and all david's men with him across the jordan so all the men of judah answered the men of israel because the king is a is a close relative of ours why then are you angry over this matter have we have we ever eaten at the king's expense or has he given us any gift And the men of Israel answered the men of Judah and said, We have ten shares in the king. Therefore, we also have more right to David than you. Why then do you despise us? Were we not the first to advise bringing back our king? Yet the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. 2 Samuel chapter 20. And there happened to be there a rebel whose name was Sheba, the son of Bikri, a Benjamite. And he blew a trumpet and said, We have no share in David, nor do we have inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his tent, so Israel. So every man of Israel deserted David and followed Sheba, the son of Bikri. But the men of Judah, from the Jordan as far as Jerusalem, remained loyal to their king. Now, dame to his house at Jerusalem, and the king took the in the king took ten women, his concubines, whom he had left to keep the house, and put them in seclusion and supported them, but he did not go into them. So they were shut up to the day of their death, living in widowhood. And the king said to Amasa. Assemble the men of Judah for me within three days, and be present here yourself. So Amasa went to, the, to assemble the men of Judah, but he delayed longer than the set time which David had appointed him. And David send, said to Abishai, now Sheba, the son of Bikri, will do us more harm than Absalom. Take your Lord's servants and pursue him lest he find for himself fortified cities and escape us. So Joab's men, with the Kerithites, the Pelethites, and all the mighty men went out after him. And they went out of Jerusalem to pursue Sheba, the son of Bikri. When, when they were at the large stone, which is at Gibeon, Amasa came before them. Now Joab was dressed in armor, on it was a belt with a sword fastened in in its sheath at its hips, and his excuse me, at his hips. And as he was going forward it fell out. Then Yoab said to Amasa, Are you in health, my brother? And Yoab took Amasa by the beard with his right hand to kiss him. But Amasa did not notice the sword that was in Yoab's hand, and he struck him with it it in the stomach, and his entrails poured out on the ground, and he did not strike him again. Thus he died. Then Yoab said, excuse me, then Yoab and Abishai, his brother Pushaba, the son of Bikri. Meanwhile, one of Yoab's men stood near Amasa and said, Whoever favors Yoab and whoever is for David, follow Yoab. But Amasa wallowed in his blood in the middle of the the highway. And when the man saw that all the people stood still, he moved Amasa from the highway to the field and threw a garment over him when he saw that everyone who who came upon him halted. When he moved from the highway, all the people went on after Yoab to pursue Sheba, the son of Bikri. And he went through all the tribes of Israel to Abel and Beit Maaca and all the Berithites, or excuse me, Berites. So they were gathered together and also went after Sheba. Then they came and besieged him in Abel of Beit maaka and they cast up a siege mound against the city, and it stood by the rampart. And all the people who were with Yoab battered the wall to throw it down. Then a wise woman cried out from the city, Here, here, please say to Joab, come nearby that I may speak with you. When he had come near to her, the woman said, are you, are you Yoab? He said, I am. Then she said to him, Hear the words of your maidservant. And he answered, I am listening. So she spoke, saying, they used to talk in, in former times, saying, they shall surely seek guidance at Abel. And so they would end disputes. I am among the peaceable and faithful in Israel. You seek to destroy a city and a mother in Israel. Why would you swallow up the inheritance of the Lord? Then Joab answered and said, far be it, far be it from me. That I should swallow up or destroy. That is not so. But a man from the mountain of Raim, Sheba, the son of Bikri by name, has raised his hand against the king, against David. Deliver him only, and I will depart from the city. So the woman said to Joab, Watch, his head will be thrown to you over the wall. Then the woman in wisdom went to all the people, and they cut off the head of Sheba the son of Bikri and threw it out to Joab. Then he blew a trumpet, and they over and they withdrew from the city, every man to his tent. So Joab returned to the king at Jerusalem. And Joab was over all the Israel. Beniah the son of Jehoiada, was over the Kerithites and the Pelethites. Adoram was in charge of of revenue. Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, was recorder. Sheva was scribe. Zadok and Abiathar were priests. And Ira and Yerite was a chief minister unto David. Second Samuel chapter 21. David avenges the, the Gibeonites. Now there was a famine in the la- in the days of David for 3 years year after year and David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered It is because of Saul and his bloodthirsty ha- house because he killed the Gibeonites So the king called the Gibeonites and spoke to them Now the Gibeonites were not of the children of Israel but of the remnant of the Amorites the children of Israel had protection to them, but Saul had sought to kill them in his zeal for the children of Israel and Judah. Therefore David said to the Gibeonites, what shall I do for you, and with what shall I make atonement, that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? And the Gibeonites said to him, we will have no silver or gold from, how, from Saul or his house nor shall you kill any man in Israel for us. So he said, whatever you say, I will do for you. Then they answered the king, as for the man who consumes us and plotted against us, excuse me, as for the man who consumed us and plotted against us, that we should be destroyed from from remaining in any of the territories of Israel. Let seven men of his descendants be delivered to us, and we will hang them before the Lord in Gibeah of Saul, whom the Lord chose. And the king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, or Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the Lord's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. So the king took. Armoni and Mephibosheth, the two sons of Re, the daughter of Aya, whom she bore to Saul, and the five sons of Michal, the daughter of Saul, whom she, whom she brought up for Adriel, the son of Barzillai, the Maholathite, and he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites and they hanged them on the hill before the lord so they fell all seven together and were put to death in the days of the harvest in the day in the first days in the beginning of the, of barley harvest now rispa the daughter of aya took sackcloth and spread it for herself on the rock beginning from the beginning of harvest until the late rains poured on them from heaven And she did not allow the birds of the air to rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. And David was told that Rizpah, the daughter of Ai, or Aya, excuse me, the concubine of Saul, had done. And David was told what Rizpah, the daughter of Ayah, the concubine of Saul, had done. Then David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son from the men of Jabesh Gilead who had stolen them from the street of Beit Shan, where the Philistines had hung them after the Philistines had struck down Saul in Gilboa. So he brought up the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son from there and they gathered the bones of those who had been hanged. They buried the bones of Saul and Jonathan, his son, in the country of Benjamin in Zela, in the tomb of Kish, his father. So they performed all that the king commanded, and after that, God heeded the prayer for the land. When the Philistines were at war again with Israel, David and his servants with him went down and fought against the Philistines, and David grew faint. Then Ishbi Benob, who was one of the of the giant, the giant in the footnotes is Rapha, whose weight of whose bronze spear was three hundred shekels, who was bearing a new sword, thought he could kill David. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, came to his aid and struck the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swore to him, saying, You shall go out no more with us to battle, lest you quench the lamp of Israel. Now it happened afterward that there was again a battle with the Philistines at Gob. Then Shabakai, or Sibekai, Sibekai. The Hushethite killed Saf, who was one of the sons of the giant, or Rapha. Again, there was war at Gob with the Philistines, where Elchanan, El-Hana- the son of Yari Oregim, the Bethlehemite, killed the brother of Goliath the Gittite, the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. Yet again, There was war at Gath, where there was a man of great stature who had six fingers on each, six toes on each foot, 24 in number. And he also was born to the giant. So when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shemaiah, David's brother, killed him. These four were born to the giant, again, this is Rapha, in Gath and fell by the hand of David, and by the hand of his servants. Okay, so on TikTok over there, it says, yeah, thank you for the likes, by the way. More likes can attract viewers. Keep it up. And Rihanna says, the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 17, 31. Amen. Welcome, by the way, Rihanna. One John over there on YouTube says Nephilim, the children of fallen angels. Very interesting. Before we go to the Psalms, just a moment here. Just very interesting how we see that there was, there was famine in the land. It was famine because of how they treated the Gibeonites, right? So it's very interesting because the Gibeonites were like almost like enemies to Israel because they were from the Amorites, they weren't enemies but they are close to it right very close to it like a fine line between the gibeonites and the and the and the enemies of israel and yet um you know famine came on the land because of how they were they were they were treated and this is interesting because you know god is god never changes right so when there when there are natural disasters or any kind of thing that happens on the, you know in the earth that it, that affects That affects us. um, We need to ask the question, what happened? What sin uh, was committed by whom? And so, you know, God's always on his throne. God's always on his throne. One John said they also had double rows of teeth That's speaking of the Nephilim. Tori, Tori says, I'm leaving because it's really late here in Europe. Sorry, I can't stay. Thank you for your teachings, Pastor Christopher. It's a blessing. Well, thank you very much, Tori. Blessings multiplied to you. Shalom, shalom. Have a wonderful, wonderful night there. Lord bless you. Okay, so let's continue with our reading of Psalm, the Psalms. Now, this is interesting because just the other night I actually read Psalm 5, but this is on the schedule for tonight. And again, there is a Maranatha song by the name of Psalm 5. They call it Psalm 5, but they only read the, they only sing the first three of 12 verses. They don't sing the rest of they don't sing verses four to twelve because it just it, you know, it just doesn't sound all that pretty. Um I think that's really, uh, it's not doing it justice. It's not doing it justice. If you're going to sing a psalm, you should sing the whole psalm from beginning to end. Don't cut it up. All right. So here we are again. Psalm 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. Now again, the Meredith, the singers, they stop there. They sing the rest of the, they don't sing the rest of this psalm, although they should. If they bill it as Psalm 5, they should. Verse four, for you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you in the footnotes, sojourn with you, stay with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. Very strong words here. Very, very strong. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Literally the temple of your holiness. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Now, that first part of that verse, there is no faithfulness in their mouth. In the footnotes literally there's no uprightness in their mouth verse 10 pronounce them guilty oh god and notice how different this is again i i i really believe this is yeshua praying i do uh this is the word of god and if yeshua is the word of god then this is him first person speaking pronounce them guilty uh, contrast that with you know where it says uh Father, forgive them for they know not what to do. Again, that that I do believe was another added, was added in there. It was edited in there by who knows, who knows. But really, I believe this is the real deal here. We're, we're reading the real deal. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those who rejoice, who put their trust in you, let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Cover, protect. Okay. Very powerful. You defend them. You protect them. You cover them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him as with a shield. Those of you all who are on TikTok as well, please, um, if you like what we're doing, make sure you leave likes and share the video. Share the video. Those of you on YouTube as well and on Podbean. Let's, let's continue with Psalm 38. This will be Psalm 38. A Psalm of David to bring to remembrance. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your wrath, nor chasten me in your hot displeasure, for your arrows pierce me deeply and presses me down. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger, nor any health in my bones because of my. For my iniquities have gone over my head. Like a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds are foul and festering because of my foolishness. I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. For my loins loins are full of inflammation. There's no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and severely broken. I groan because of the turmoil of my heart. Just a little side note here. I, um, When I read this, I think again of Yeshua and I think about his time in the garden um, praying fervently before he was arrested. Verse nine, Lord, all my desires before you, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart pants. My heart pants, my strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it has it also has gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague. and my relatives stand afar off. See again. I think of when I read this, I think of Yeshua on the cross. I think of Yeshua on the cross when I read this. And that's what happened, right? His friends, his disciples, and his family, his relatives stood afar off. Those also who seek my life lay snares for me. Those who seek, to, seek my hurt speak of destruction and planned deception all, day, all the day long. Planned deception could that mean false witnesses? But I, like a deaf man, do not hear, and I am like a mute who does not open does not open his mouth. Again, as a sheep led to its shears, is silent. So he was right. Thus, I am like a man who does not hear, and in whose mouth is no response. Now again. Let me just stop here again, because I mean, we we have touched on on this this topic many times in the past week or so from the prophecy of Nathan to David all the way through. As as we can read like this is it's quite clear that this is Yeshua speaking prophetically. And again, it's t- he, talks about, um, again, t- he talks about. His sin again, he's he talks about his sin. You know, in verse 3, we read that, verse 4. And so, just another piece, just another another, another piece of the puzzle here. Yeah, so, um, verse 15. For in you, O Lord, I hope. You will hear, O Lord my God. For I said, hear me, lest they rejoice over me lest when my foot slips, they exalt themselves against me. For I am ready to fall, and my sorrow, my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare my iniquity, I will be in anguish over my sin. in the footnotes, anxiety. But my enemies are, are vigorous, they are strong. And those who hate me wrongfully have multiplied. Those also who render evil for good. They are my adversaries because I follow what is good. You know, we we find that as well today, right? If you follow what is good, you're going to have adversaries. And when again, when I, when I read this, but my enemies are vigorous, they are strong. I think about the people shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Those who hate me wrongfully have multiplied. Think about how many people... We're just wanting him to be crucified. Verse 20, those who render evil for good, they are my adversaries because I follow what is good. Do not forsake me, O Lord, O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Psalm 41. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, blessed is he who considers the poor, the helpless, or powerless. So that would be poor in more ways than one. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he will be blessed. He will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on on his sick bed. I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil of me. When will he die and his name perish? And if he comes to see me, he speaks lies, lies in the footnotes, empty words. His heart gathers iniquity to itself. When he goes out, he tells it. All who hate me whisper together against me. Against me, they devise my hurt. An evil disease, they say, clings to him. And now that he lies down, he will not or he will rise up no more. Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his to me again, we got a very clear, a very clear passage here again, this is talking this is uh, Yeshua talking about Judas, even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread right? Uh, The Last Supper, right? Has lifted up his heel against me. In the footnotes has acted as a traitor, literally acted as a traitor. Verse 10. But you, Lord, but you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you are well pleased with me, because my enemy does not triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity, and set me before your face forever. Blessed Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, amen and amen. Psalm 42. To the chief musician, a contemplation of the sons of Korah. As the deer pants for the water brooks, as the deer longs for the walks. so my soul, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things I pour out my soul within me, where I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. Again, I think about what Scripture scriptures that you know Yeshua, it was his custom to go to the synagogue. It was his custom to go to the synagogue. with the house of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquiet within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me, for I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, From the heights of Hermon and from Hill Mizar. The Hill Mizar is Mount of Mizar. Verse 7. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to God. To the God of my life. I will say to my to God my why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with the breaking of my bones my enemies reproach me. While they say to me all day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance and my God. Amen, amen. That concludes our scripture reading for today. If any of you guys have any, again, uh, requests or prayer requests, um, questions, put that in the live chat. All right, I don't see any specific questions directed to me specifically. There's a lot of chat there about giants in the over there on YouTube. Um, over on TikTok, it's pretty quiet as well. So if you're on TikTok or um, if you're on Podbean right now, I'm, I'm actually uh, streaming live through multiple platforms right now. Tomorrow night is a very very special night. We are. Um we have two special guests. We got Dr. Snyder on uh from Vero Beach, Florida and he is um going to be talking about the Bible canon, is going to be talking about the apocrypha. We also have Will Davis with us uh from Sheepdog Ministries and myself I'll be there. Um and so we're going to be answering your questions and your comments and talking among ourselves uh tomorrow night and as always on sabbath on shabbat saturday 2 p.m eastern we are going to be live starting at 2 p.m every other day every day of the week is 7 p.m eastern except except for uh, saturday which is 2 p.m and so that's interesting in the meantime i am looking for uh, i am i do have some uh people that I'm going to be inviting on as guests as well any more um, requests those of you who think that uh, there should you know if you have any um suggestions of other guests that we should get on uh, please drop those suggestions in uh, my email it's Christopher Enoch at protonmail.com just send me an email there and uh, I will get to that. If you know of anybody that'd be interested or if you think that, you know, that uh, uh, we should have whoever, uh, you know, let me know um, somebody that would be interested in coming on here and chatting about these kind of things that we talk about here. And we'll do that. In the meantime, like I said, I do have somebody that I am Lord willing, I'm going to be inviting this person and it's going to be a very, very, very interesting person if I get this person on. Lord willing, really, I don't want to say who it is right now until until I have it in stone, and then uh, and then we'll uh, and then I'll release it. In the meantime, uh, probably in about another two weeks, approximately one and a half two weeks, we'll have O'Nea back, and he's going to be bringing out some uh, uh, talking about the corruptions of the manuscripts, the ancient manuscripts. He's also going to come back uh, in July. Uh, Lord willing, somewhere around mid-July, with his version of the uh, the book of Esther. And he's got a very amazing um, uh, trans- uh, translation, pretty much, uh, of the book of Esther from um, multiple uh, manuscripts. So that's going to be very interesting. Looking forward to that. One John says, just one thought about it. Athanasius, he was a big supporter of Paul, and his theories are what corrupted the church, in part, at least. Yeah, it sounds like it, absolutely. Yeah, it sounds like um, it's definitely a Paulian um, point of view, for sure. I'm just wondering, like, how he, like, what does he have, what kind of evidence does he have to support that? Because even Paul does, I mean, I guess you could read into it but even paul himself doesn't really put it in that way um you know yeah athanas athanasius athanasius um definitely one part of the corruption of the church uh saint augustine was a big one as well saint augustine was a big part of corrupt of the corruption that has crept into the church as well as many uh, many other different um leaders of the church throughout the centuries but uh, by God's grace, we will. We're able to point that out. We're able to uh, identify that and and eradicate that from our doctrine. Amen. Okay, guys. So it's going to be. It's an early night tonight. Tomorrow night, who knows how long it's going to be? Last Friday night, it was almost eight hours long, uh, going on to the better part of eight hours anyway. Uh, when we had Doctor Snyder and Will with us, so. Not sure how long it's going to last tomorrow night, but we'll see what happens. We'll see only, only God knows what's in store. So uh, we we'll pray for tomorrow night that, uh, you know, we have the word of God that goes out and everyone learns from it. And people who come um, and people who need to come and, you know, come to the live stream, listen to the live stream, we'll, we'll do that. We'll actually listen, tune in and listen. Amen. Okay. So I'm going to wrap this up. And once again, thank you guys for your questions and your comments. Thank you for your fellowship. I appreciate every one of you guys. You guys are world changers. Keep on keeping on. May the Lord give you uh, power and uh, grace in this day to overcome the the evil that is so uh, saturating the world the deception and the evil that's so uh saturating the world one john says thank you and blessings thank you very much one john okay guys as always thank you guys for you uh for for your for your for your for your uh for your comments for your questions and for your fellowship amen as always i pray that each one of you will be blessed the lord will bless you and keep you make his face to shine upon you lift up his countenance upon you, and give you wonderful, wonderful shalom. Amen, amen. See you tomorrow night.